Hey guys! Oh, big gulps, huh? Alright. Well, see you later. After an eight-month hiatus, we are back in the Kilburn studio. Yeah, you heard that right. We are in a new studio. I think I recorded, what, two episodes in the prior studio? Yeah, I think so. That was just a temporary home. This is, this is the new. This is the, this is the new home. Now that we're situated here, we're going to be doing episodes probably daily now. Maybe we... By daily. Oh, okay. Yeah. So before you leave for work in the morning, mm -hmm. you and I are going to record. I'm your fearless host, Adam Gardner, joined by none other than my only roommate now. Mr. Colin Devine, how are you tonight? I'm very good. Um, I think you could have just said best roommate and it still would have applied. I don't think Ryan even listens to this, so I guess it's a, a moot point. But yeah, needless to say, favorite roommate, worst roommate, all the above. My lover, and scratch that one. I'll cut that later. Um, we are enjoying our beer van calendar. So it's kind of like kind of like our uh, friend Nick Macluso and drinking in the dugout. Um, we are on day five. Day five of the beer van calendar? It is not day five of the month, so... It, yeah, it's the, the, what, the 13th of the month. We're on day five because I sabotaged our beer van calendar by going on a one-week vacation to Naples, but we're catching up, so... I think your priority should have been on the beer van calendar versus... Your I should have canceled the vacation because of the beer van calendar. I, I agree. Next year, it won't happen. I promise. Okay. Um, but because, because of that trip, now I have something to talk about. That prompted this podcast. We, well, I get to talk about the Naples skyline. It was my first foray into Florida skyline chilies. So, episode 80, here we go. Naples skyline. I can't tell you the last time I actually reviewed a new skyline. I don't even remember, like, the format. And um, it's probably been, what, 2019 was the last time you did that? Yes. Yes. In the Liberty Township studio, for sure. So, Without any further ado, um, Naples Skyline. It was in like a strip mall. It's not really your typical skyline, like standalone skyline. It doesn't have a drive-through. It is on a busy road. And I kind of expected it to look like a normal skyline with, I don't know, like relatively big with more than five tables. But it was the end of a strip mall. It was kind of dirty. It was next to like a nail salon maybe. I can't remember. Maybe like, I think it was like a tacos place or something. It um, makes the visual that you're describing kind of reminds me of the Norwood skyline. That's also in Australia. Yes, but even they have a drive-through. That's true. So, and Nick was visibly upset for like 15 minutes while in there because we walk in and to right behind me was a Xavier flag. They have all kinds of Cincinnati uh, paraphernalia um, and like banners and stuff like that. But he saw an Ohio State flag and he saw a Xavier flag. Xavier flag, I should say. Sorry for, pardon me. Um, and he couldn't find the UC flag. It was literally right behind him the whole time. It was in the bathroom. No, he like he was facing the kitchen, and it was right behind him the entire time. He was so upset about it. He even wore his UC polo to to Skyline. I wore my elder polo. I was trying to like kind of mingle with the other transplants. Not that I'm moving to Florida, but 
all the people there looked like they were from Florida, which is kind of caught me off guard. I thought it would just be all old people from Cincinnati, but they all looked like true Florida men. I mean, Florida has some interesting uh, residents there, so I feel like no matter what, the clientele is probably going to be a little bit different than uh, Cincinnati. Yes. It was a bunch of tan human beings, so I, being pasty as I am, did not blend in. Um, they were short-staffed, so service kind of sucked. I think there was like one manager, one cook, and like one server, given it was like a Wednesday, maybe? So um, they had a help-wanted sign on there, so I'm not going to knock them for that. Everyone, everyone in the country short-staffed right now. But it was cool just seeing like they had Oak Hills High School, Indian Hill High School, West High, Mercy High School, RIP, um, Elder High School, of course, um, UC stuff, Xavier stuff, uh, OSU. I talked to the manager. He might have been the owner. He said he'll accept banners from any, any high school or college as long as that banner, that school is close to a skyline. So there was like Ashland University, home of Steve Spencer, um, and all kinds of other random schools. So it was kind of kind of neat, like, looking around. But I, at the same time, everyone in the skyline was looking at me like I had two heads because I was just, like, admiring all the banners on the walls. I think, that, I mean, skylines kind of have a consistent look, but when you compare it to, like, a steak and shake where it's the exact same thing inside each one. Or, like, a Walgreens. Yeah, they, they really do kind of have their own character between each skyline. Exactly. They're... they're relatively similar there's there's some uniqueness to each of them so i can't remember if that was one of your categories when you rated them the the design of it or the layout i don't even remember and i don't really care to be frank my my documentation is lacking to say the best to say the least um so yeah the question everyone's wondering is did it taste the same and i thought everyone was just being uh, hyperbolic when they say, oh, no, it doesn't taste the same. It doesn't taste as good as Cincinnati. I actually agree with them. I don't know what Scott, what Nick would say, but the cheese was definitely different, 100%. Um, so the chili was nominally different, um, but cheese, I could taste the difference. A trained palate, refined palate like mine, I could tell. So that was weird. And they also had no fries. That bothered me as a... It seems like it's the easiest item you could have in stock. I mean, it takes, like, no effort to make some fries. Yeah. I'm a fry connoisseur. I get fries every single time. Not cheese fries, not chili cheese fries, just fries. Um, I don't think they had Cholitos. I looked at the menu, but I also didn't, like... Then the the waitress came over, and I was like, I quickly put it back because I didn't want to be like, oh, this is his first time to Skyline. Um, So, yeah, I wanted them to know that. I'm you, a, you are a respected critic back home. I have a, a podcast dedicated to what you've built here. I don't tell anyone that. I've I've dated women for three or four months, and I still don't tell them about that. I maybe I, that's I, I wouldn't even tell my grandparents about this. Maybe that's your problem. You should advertise it more, and then you would have. She just lean into it. Yeah. Mm. I, I couldn't have any less success than what I currently have. So maybe you're onto something. Yeah. Um. So Naples Skyline, it was cool. Um, it's enough to get your fix if you would were to relocate down there, but I don't think I'd go out of my way again to see the same skyline down there. Now, if it was like a different one, like Clearwater, yeah, I'd probably go, but if I'm back in Naples for whatever reason, I probably wouldn't seek it out. Um, but it was worth it, worth a trip for sure. Um, this is more up your alley. Skyline Challenge this year. You want to talk about what's going on in our league this year? Yes, uh, some of you may know. Probably because you're actually in the league. 
the punishment for fantasy football is to spend 24 hours straight in a Skyline Chili for each Coney that you consume. That's one less hour. Um, Adam had the privilege of losing the very first, uh, not the very first, but last year that we did this challenge. Um, and I was the, the first one to actually step up to the plate and take on the challenge. Yes. I, I had 14 Coney's and I stayed there for 10 hours. Um, this year, thankfully, I dodged the punishment. I came in fifth this year, so a little bit of an improvement. Um, so Mark, a respected member of our league who is not a listener of the podcast, is going to take on the challenge this year. A little different. He's uh, going to do it outdoors, which is a weird little quirk. Um, Apparently, he's going to sit in a park for 24 hours, and we're going to have to bring him conies. That sounds so much Sounds worse. even worse than yeah. sitting inside of a skyline. Yeah. And he even said, like, I will stipulate it being under 32 degrees. I said, you're insane. We, you, nobody's asking you to do this. <laughs> yeah, but I guess uh, he knows that uh, he was the first person to lose when this punishment was determined and uh, kind of snuck his way out of that. So. He weaseled his way out, but now that he saw that I did it last year, he's like, oh, shit. So now we kind of... He kind of has to do it. I think uh, nothing against you, but I think he can crush your time. Record. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, if anyone can do it, I, I don't think there's many people in our league that would do worse than me. Uh, I, think, I, I think your time was solid and without uh, pushing it too hard and risking getting sick and ruining. Shit my pants. More. Pretty, yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. Put it bluntly. So, But Adam was training. Adam Laub, another guy in our league, he was actively training to get ready for this punishment. He ended up escaping, coming in last by 10 points in our league. So yeah, kind of disappointed. I don't get to see him I, showcase his skills. I think deep down he might be disappointed a little I bit. I think he is. I don't, I don't know if he'll admit it, but I think he is disappointed. And you know what? The reason why he's not he didn't come in last? Because he was suddenly very good. No, it's because your team sucked. Yeah, I had the chance to put him, put him in last for good in the final week of the playoffs. And, and you choked. And he got up. Way more points than me, and I blame that on him, not myself. But uh, I don't know. As long as someone's going to do the punishment, I'll be okay with it. Yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. So we will keep you updated. Maybe that'll be our next podcast. I don't know when it'll be, but it'll, it'll come around. It's a trap! Yes, yes. You, you long-time listeners may have suspected it is time for the Tinder Red Flag of the Week. My favorite segment of the entire podcast. I have so much material from the last eight months. Yes, I've been firing on all cylinders. Um, every dating app you can think of, I've been on it. Farmers Only, OkCupid, Coffee Meat Bagel, Hinge, Bumble, Tinder, Grinder. Scratch that last one. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been around a time or two to marginal success. Anyway, Tinder Red Flag of the Week. More like the Hinge Red Flag of the Week. I don't know how active, if at all, you are on Hinge, but a recent new feature on Hinge is voice prompts. Mm -hmm. Are you aware of what these are? I am. Um, And I feel like I haven't been active on the app lately, but my only exposure to this has been through, like, funny clips on, like, Barstool or social media. Oh, really? of, Of people, like, doing things that were funny. So in those few instances, I'm like, they're oh, actually that's, creative. That's kind of like entertaining, but those, I mean, for every one funny clip there is, I can't imagine how, how creepy, cringy. weird, cringy things there are on there. Especially from women. Let's be honest here. Like, guys, uh, maybe I'm a little biased here, but uh, I'm not going to go down that road. 
Yeah, it's it's just from a guy's perspective, very few girls can pull off the like really funny voice prompts. So more often than not, it's going to be extremely cringy. And coming from a guy who has his own podcast, it took me a long time to get over the fact that I'm hearing my own voice. When you're on these podcasts, have you ever listened to an episode that you're on? Uh, yeah, I hate it. It's awful. It is awful. It's like when you're in a Snapchat and like somebody records you singing or something like that, and then you watch it the next morning. It is excruciating. So as someone who has to listen to his own voice pretty much on a weekly basis, it is so cringy listening to a girl. If For people who are not on Hinge, um, prompts are – they'll give you like three questions, and it'll be like um, – Let's see. I'll fall for you if dot, dot, dot. And then you got to fill in the blank. Or first round is on me if dot, dot, dot. And then you fill in, fill in the blank. So it used to be just text, but now you can add your own voice and then answer it, um, obviously, with a little voice memo. And it is just extremely uncomfortable. It's just a girl just talking to herself, and I have to listen to it. And it is excruciating. It's like I'd rather pierce my ears. So, so you're saying that you have not recorded any voice memos? I have not. Are you going to? Every so often, you don't want to just like record yourself going like, "Let me see them feet, girl." Let me. <laughs> no, no, huh? I've I've never I've fought that tem- temptation for a long time, but no, I, huh. I do not. I don't get it. I mean, I guess there's a way you could be funny, but. I don't want to give any girl more ammunition to swipe left on me. And, like, it, you record something and you listen to yourself and you just hear it before you hit send. That's so much harder than just, like, taking a Snapchat of your face. And, yeah, and like, you never see it. That. You send it yeah. and you never see it again. Oh, God. Yeah. Hinge is just there. I don't know. And God, God knows I've already been made fun of probably in enough, like, group chats. Like, how many times has my picture or something I said on Hinge, like, surfaced in, like, a sorority group chat at some point in time? You know? Oh, man. Yeah, it's best not to think about those things. Hopefully only good things. I like how look at this cute guy. If it, only he sent me a voice memo. <laughs> no, uh, it'll be a cold day in hell before I put a voice memo on there. All right. Also, in the dating app world, on pretty much every dating app, you can list your height, right? Mm-hmm. You saw my tweet uh, a little while ago. A girl on Bumble, some country girl, like Kaylin or something like that. Some weird-ass name. I think it was Lindsay. Um... She was 5'5", five five, and she's had the audacity, the uh, fucking audacity, to say, must be six feet or taller. You're 5'5", five five, bitch. You're 5'5". Five five. When will you wear seven-inch heels? And to my surprise, a lot of my girl, girl friends from college texted me, and they'll respond like, oh, like... There's other reasons that a girl wants a guy to be tall, like for cuddling purposes. I'm just like, seriously? For cuddling? Are you standing and cuddling often? Or is it? I mean, if you're in, it's gotta be. What, what's the word for it? Ergonomical? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, but you can you can adjust if you're not vertical. You can you can make it. You can fake it. You right? you can you can finagle around, and I'm sure you can make it work. You really not going to date a guy because his he's not compatible enough of a cuddler that's like almost worse than uh your horoscope or your sign oh if you're libra swipe left because i guess it when it's your signs if you believe in that kind of thing that feeds into what someone's actual personality is which i think 
is a, that makes more sense makes more than, sense than their fucking height. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're two inches too short. Um, and this is also let's clarify coming from very tall men who are not uh, at all self. We're definitely about our height. definitely tall kings. Yes. Yeah, so this is uh, not somewhere where we're a little bit biased. No, here. no, we're we're just looking out for the short kings that yeah, are, that listen of, to this podcast. Plenty of short guys out there that we definitely are not. So we are definitely not short. Yep. We're definitely very tall. So this does not apply to us. Um, I can see why it could be frustrating for someone else. Yeah, someone who's maybe 5'11", yeah. or 5'8". Gross. I, see, I'm falling for it now. Yeah, yeah th- eight, those people, funny. I feel for those guys. Yeah, that would was, suck. Yeah. All right. Uh, what grinds my gears? And this is definitely going to ruffle some feathers. Oh, I'm boy. kind of looking forward to I don't this. Know what you and say. I have talked about this before. Oh, no. Don't make me look bad. Oh, you can, you can go against me if you want. Okay. I, Nick and I agree. He actually brought it up after we got off the airplane. Okay. You might know where I'm going with this. Okay. Um, this was prompted by a cross-country flight. I was flying from San Diego to Atlanta. And it was a four-hour flight. I get on this flight, and there's set of twins two-year-olds they cried i'm not kidding you for three and a half straight hours wailed just the entire time i had earbuds in and then i put noise canceling headphones on top of my earbuds and i could still hear them six rows ahead of them there was probably 200 people on that flight and every single person on that flight could not sleep a wink because these kids were wailing and I know, I know the reason is because they don't understand, like, they're, they're, the pressure in their head is building because they don't understand you chew, chew gum or, like, put a mint in your mouth. And that's how you kind of suppress that but, or alleviate that, that pressure. But my take, I don't know if this is hot or not. This is actually pretty hot. One and two-year-olds should never fly, ever. No of, exceptions. I kind of agree with you. I mean, I, I don't. You can't really be angry at the kid because you can't. they don't know what's going they, on. It's like, it's like a dog, which I also think should not fly unless it's a service dog. There was, so it was the, my personal hell because it was a yappy dog, like a lap dog, sitting in a cage in front of me on some woman's lap. And then six rows behind me was two kids wailing. And their parents could not control them at all. And I know there's parents who, in this, who listen to this podcast but my thought here is a one and two year old should never be on a plane at all because let's say you take them on a vacation. Are they going to remember that? Remember that vacation to LA? Are they going to remember that vacation to Cancun? No, they're not. Leave them at home with grandma. And then you might come back with saying, well, maybe they can't afford a babysitter. Well, then you can't afford a plane ticket either. You shouldn't be going to Cancun if you can't afford a babysitter. And then maybe you'll say, what if you're going to a funeral? What if you're going to a funeral in Dallas, Texas? One and two year old's not going to remember the funeral. There, it, there's no good reason to bring a one or two year old on a plane. Not one. What if you're moving cr- cross country? Put them in the car. You got to bring your shit in a U-Haul, don't you? Drive them. There is not a single valid reason to bring a child, an infant, on an airplane. What if the child is training to get their pilot's license? Then check, they should be in the cockpit. Check me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. And the, cock, the cockpit is soundproof. Okay. Yeah. So boom. Dang. You didn't think about that, did you? You got me. So, or, or... Because I am a very caring and, um, you know, uh, courteous guy. What if you put a cry room on an airplane? The back row, put plexiglass in between the back row and everyone else. 
So you can just like see them. You can see them, baby, but you just can't you don't hear them. them. I mean, if you can get that to work, I'm sure that would be good. I don't think anyone would willingly buy seats in the cry room. Mm. That's where, like, you also send people that are being just, like, reckless or yeah, someone yeah, doesn't like, want to put their mask on and throw them in the yeah, cry room. you put them in the cry room. Yeah. You put them in the little dungeon cry room. I mean... It's just, I think we should put somewhere, like, publicly visible that's soundproof. And regardless of why they're in there, it should be used to shame people. So yeah. If they stood up way too early after the flight landed, put them in that cry room, and then you have to watch them as you pass them. They're the yes. last ones out. Yes. I'm all for public shaming on airplanes. I, I don't get why people stand up in an airplane. Like, right when it lands, everyone's like, oh, well, I want to stretch my legs. And sit back down after you stretch your legs. People will stand there for 15 minutes. It's like, bro, we are not going anywhere. You're in row 38. Like, you, you are not going to be able to walk anywhere anytime soon. Sit down with the rest of us. Like, you... Because I'll be, I always get aisle seats. That's like my weird preference. And I'll have someone like spilling over into my seat as I stand there. It's like, bro, can you not? It, I, yeah, it takes so long to land. And then people will like open up the compartments above and while like the plane is like still taxiing. And then people yeah. will yell at them for it. And it's just a whole mess. It's like, I, I always wonder for any given flight, how many people is this their first ever flight that they've flown on? Like, is that something? Do you that? think Do you think a guy like Ben, who, who, our friend Gus, who's never been on an airplane, do you think he would know proper airplane etiquette? I don't see how do he you, would. Do you think they should flown. teach that in high school or college? They should teach a class on airplane etiquette. Entire 101 class. There's a lot of things that people said, you know, we should learn this in high school um, rather than, you know, learning random other things like algebra. And I think Yeah, algebra or biology. Yes. Cut those Spanish, out. Spanish. Cut those. Airplane 101. Airplane yeah. etiquette. How to change change a tire one hundred one, you know what, how to plunger a toilet. That would be good to know because I've got a, some issues right now dealing with that that I have not resolved. So maybe one day I'll learn. All right, so yeah, that is my long winded way of saying ban babies on airplanes. <laughs> ban babies are canceled. Twenty twenty two is the year of the canceled no, baby. No babies allowed. Unless your your last name is Gardner, then you can do whatever you want. Oh yeah, of course. All right, this is we're actually moving through this a lot quicker than I thought. We're only at twenty two minutes. UC to the playoff. Would you ever have thought that the UC Bearcats would be going to the college football playoff? They're in the final four of their respective um, sport. When's the last time a Cincinnati sports team has made it to the final four? Oh, do you have an answer for this? Or is this- yes. Okay. I think I might be off by a year or two. A, a final four. Yes, and it's kind of a trick question. Yeah, are you going to count USL, FC Cincinnati? No. Open Cup? No. In that case, I'm going to go with 1990. No. It was either 95 or 96. 1995, the Reds made it to the NLCS. Because I think still at that point, I want to say they only took two NL teams and two AL teams. Oh, really? So I think if you make the playoffs, maybe they advanced one round. I think that's what happened. So I think they took four, they took four teams, one wild card, three division winners, and then they advanced to the title, I think. Um, and then 96, I want to say the Bearcats made the Final Four in basketball. So... Yeah, we've lived a, a very sad life as Cincinnati sports fans. Yeah. And, yeah, no matter what happens at this point, I say that. No matter what happens to the UC, I feel like it's a, definitely a win. 
but they'll find a way to lose them in a soul-crushing way. As I always do. I mean, right. it is Cincinnati sports. Even even to the final buzzer of the Houston game, which we were at, um, I thought there's got to be some way that they're going to they're gonna mess this up. I mean, if – and we'll never know the answer. If Oklahoma State would have punched it in from the one-yard line against Baylor, there's a chance Oklahoma State jumps, jumps UC because they're from a Power 5 conference. Um, UC absolutely deserves to be in. They have their shot, but it's a free shot. I mean, if they win – I, they deserve all the credit in the world. If they lose, they still deserve all the credit in the world because they earned, earned the right to be there. Um, the only loss they've had in the last two years has been to a Georgia team who just so happens to be in the playoff. So we'll be in Dallas. We'll be driving, driving a church van, um, the Church of Desmond Ritter, with 12 of us. 12 of us driving 13 and a half hours. I'm going to make the prediction now that no one is going to get on anyone's nerves on the entire 12-hour road trip there and back. The game is going to be perfect. There's going to be no uh, no sadness, hiccups along the way, no no issues, and it's going to be nothing but good vibes come true. And then UC is going to go to the national championship, and if they do, the game's in Indianapolis. I would have to stake out a small loan to go. Uh, I am, but yeah, I'm financially broken, so that's not even an option. So best case scenario, UC loses. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, student loans. Apparently, Joe Biden uh, is no longer um, extending the uh, student loan forbearance. So come March, we actually have to pay them. So just like tack on $1,000 to my student debt, and we'll just roll from there. It's true. I'll just owe the government. Money's meaningless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If you went to Baton Rouge for a day, would you come back with a southern accent? Um, I would, and I'd share it with my family. (laughs) My family. Brian Kelly... You know he killed a guy? Uh, yeah, that's that's what people are saying. So if if Brian Kelly, now that he's at LSU, which is a total shock to me, and I don't think he's going to succeed, um, do you think he's going to feed the interns to the Gators? What else would you do? He was going to execute everyone at Notre Dame, right? Yeah, he, he, he for not executing, he was going to kill all of his players. Yep. So I... I don't know what's going to happen. I think the Lincoln-Riley hire at USC is a great one. I was really nervous about Fickle going to Notre Dame. Marcus Freeman's a phenomenal hire. I think that's going to be great. Um, so happy for all parties involved, except Brian Kelly. It just gives me another reason to hate LSU. They are the worst. Um, any additional thoughts on college football? I, I mean, I... Who's Miami playing? And tell me, give me a prediction. Miami University. Miami University. Miami, Ohio is playing North Texas in a bowl. The mean Green in Frisco. North Texas is the only team to beat UTSA. Meep 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 meep. So they might be a powerhouse. So if you or not UC, if Miami can take this game, it will be one of the biggest games in our uh, school's history. When's the last time Miami won a bowl? Uh, two thousand ten, maybe. Before before my time. And if not 2010, then it would have been probably Ben Roethlisberger's era. What's he up to nowadays? Uh, I think he's doing well. I think he's had no off-the-field issues. On the field, he's performing at his peak level. Um, nothing but the best for him. Has he been to Brick Street lately? No. He, <laughs> oh, well, let's, he probably got banned from Brick Street years ago. All right, next segment. Uh, all right. Speaking of NFL... What do you think about uh, Kay Adams? Did you go down to Paul Brown Stadium to go simp for her? 
I did not, believe it or not. I know that I'm a pretty desperate, lonely man, but I'm not that level yet. Uh, I, I love Kay Adams. Like, I just love the whole Good Morning Football show. I, I wish Nate Burleson would have stayed on there. Yeah. I, I So I get why everyone's excited, and I was excited to see her. And just for the most part, I'm excited to see someone non-Cincinnati Actually appreciate Show some love being for here. the city and the team. She she had been to thirty one other cities before. She had never been to Cincinnati though. I mean, I think that's what she said. And that's wild. Did you see? I think it was like an MND MND girl. She like um, customized uh, and embroidered a jean jacket mm-hmm. to put like Good Morning Football on there, and. She found Kay Adams, gave it to her. She was, like, hyping it up on Twitter, and then today on Good Morning Football, she wore it. I thought that was super cool. Yeah, and I haven't actually seen what she had to say on the show today, what her, what her thoughts on everything were. But I'm sure it was all positive. Yeah. Uh, that was probably a quick turnaround. I mean, if the game ended at, like, 7.30, did she board a flight at 10, get back to New York at midnight, and then show up to Good Morning Football at 6 a.m.? Probably. Jesus. I can't imagine. I mean, just that kind of lifestyle seems exhausting, and... It's even more so, this is unrelated to sports, but I just don't know how, like, politicians and people do it when they, like, have their entire day booked up. They're going places, meeting people. Like, yeah. you never get a day of rest. So I, more than anything, feel bad for Kay Adams. Adderall. Okay. Yep, that's right. All right, next segment. If you saw Tony Hawk in Cincinnati, would you recognize him? Yes. How do you know? Uh, because I know what he looks like. You know, before I go to bed, every single night, I stare at a picture of Tony Hawk. Just so I know that... When the time comes, when I see him in public, I'm going to recognize him. Because I don't want to become a meme. Yeah, and I know... I, I thought you just had a crush on him. I always wonder why there was like this poster above your bed. But it makes sense that when you're like laying down... Next to the mirror? Up, it's on the ceiling. Well, you have one next to the mirror, but I'm thinking of one on your ceiling. Yeah, the mirror's on the ceiling. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I forgot Next about to the that. swing. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. I forgot all about those. I'll cut pages. this part out later. Uh, yeah, I... I didn't know what he looks like, so I think I would... That said, if I see anyone famous, I'm just going to assume that would, I'm seeing them incorrectly, and I don't want to embarrass myself, so I Because you're in Cincinnati. Them. You're not assuming you're to see celebrities here. Here, my well, Nick and I were watching Impractical Jokesters on um, last week. One of my favorite shows. I think it's hilarious. You got the name of the show wrong. What is it? Impractical... Impractical jo- Jokers. Jokers? Did I say Jokesters? Yeah. Same thing. Favorite show. It's like calling it Kroger's. Yeah. Um, Kroger's or Myers. <laughs> anyway, it's one of my favorites. I fuck you. Um, so I was watching that show and I'm thinking to myself, how do people not like, especially when they're in like a group setting, how do people not know that who, who they are by now? Like it's one of the, like the, I, I would say, I don't know, top 15, top 15 most popular show right now. I don't know. I, it's the first probably five, six seasons easily. Um, cause it's a show on TBS. So it's not like it's massive. It's, isn't that cable? Uh, yeah, but I think the audiences also are demographic. I'm sure if m- my parents ran into those guys, I don't know if they would recognize them or not. If they were individuals and I like was just grabbing a donut, I get a donut every every Monday. If one of them happened to be in there and they were, especially if they're like wearing a hat, I don't think I would notice. I I, I might do a double double take. Maybe if, maybe Mur like Mur's got that like that bald head look. Mm-hmm. I mean I. He'd be hard to miss. He's got very, like, defining features, but the rest of them, they just look like average dudes. And if one of them, if they were filming and you saw them and they were, like, acting up or doing something, like, that would give it away pretty clearly for me. If I saw a camera crew, but aren't most of the cameras hidden? Yeah, but, I mean, even if you go and, and 
there in public and you see that it kind of looks like Sal and then suddenly he's like doing these elaborate things in public. I'm like, okay, that's definitely got to be him. Yeah, you need to, you need context clues. If I just passed him in Times Square, I don't think I would think anything of it. No, I saw Macklemore when I was in San Francisco and that's the one celebrity like passing by and I'm like, I swear that was him. He was like crossing the street and it looked like him and then I think we like, some, someone I was with pointed over like, hey, that's Macklemore. He saw us, put his sunglasses on, and kept walking. Hmm. And then I looked onto Instagram, and he and had he a show that night in San Francisco. Huh, so it was him. So I just saw him on the street. So that was one instance hmm. where at least we caught someone passing by. But how many other celebrities did I walk by? Never even known. Yeah, I mean, you could have you could have walked walked by like the world's best ballet dancer or something like that. And they could have 10 million followers, like a TikToker. You, you said uh, at SantaCon, like there was some big time TikToker at Pins. Apparently. And I... all these girls were swooning. And we just think to myself, well, I'm not a Gen Z, so I, I couldn't tell you who the hell he is. And I have no idea what it takes to be a big TikToker. If you make... Make one, an ass of yourself. That's what that's what it takes. If you have one viral TikTok, does that are you make, does that make you an influencer? I don't, I don't know what it. Would you consider is. the guy who did the UC TikTok about Alabama? Would you consider him to be famous now? No. Infamous. Maybe infamous. I'd say because you know that's going to resurface on game day. At best, he had his fifteen minutes of fame, but even that fame. I, is, I think he's still oblivious. I think he doesn't realize. Like they did like a little news segment on him. I didn't see that. And. He still thinks that it was like cool and everybody liked it, and he got a lot of hate mail. He's like, "Oh yeah, like they they don't appreciate my my talent, something like that." I was like, "Bro, you are so oblivious." I don't know. Maybe he, he's an elder grad too. Hmm. Well, that's not a surprise here. There's probably somebody, somebody right now saying like, "You know that Adam guy? He's got a podcast about <laughs> chili. What a loser." Maybe yeah. if you took this show on a TikTok, you'd find more success. How do you do a podcast on TikTok? Just short 15-second bursts. Just enough for people to consume. I feel like there's a... That's what she said joke in there somewhere, but I can't quite put my thumb on it. Oh, yeah. There's potential there. All right. Next segment. Last segment. Last segment, anonymous mailbag. We are here because we haven't done a podcast in eight months. This question has been sitting in my inbox for um, eight months. It was May fourth. May the fourth be with you. Um, this emailer subject line said, "Get Gus on the pod." We should get Gus on the pod. He's never been on the podcast. Why? And he always talks about how much he wants to be on the podcast. I know. It's, it's surprising that it hasn't happened yet. I will, bring, I will bring the podcast equipment. I will bring the studio to him. I, Heritage Studio has got a nice ring to it. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah. Mm, we should do it at the pool. We should do it with everybody watching. Oh, yeah. Think of the I think he would really like that. Yeah, that would be good. Do it in the pool. Why not? He, he loves the attention. Yeah. So, I, I agree. Whoever sent that in, good email. Gus on the pod. Uh, he, this, he or she oh, could, yeah. could have been a she. Could have been one of the three three female listeners. Listeners, I have. What's the first day of the week? Sunday or Monday? Sent from my iPhone. There's two answers. There's I have two answers to this. I know what the official day of the week Technically is. Technically Sunday. Yeah. I consider the work week Monday. That's my start. Sunday is when 
your deepest fears start resonating and sitting with you. And that's a good place to either wash that away on Sunday night and then start fresh on Monday or start a week off with the scaries, which is also a solid option. I'm very anti-Sunday fun day. Um, usually I'm too hungover on Sunday to want to drink. So in a way, my Sunday is like kind of like you said, cleansing cleansing your the sins of Friday and Saturday and kind of starting fresh, mm-hmm. kind of renewing. So in a way, it could be Sunday. Um, but at the same time, like it's the weekend. So once the weekend concludes, weekend, weekend. Not the week beginning, weekend. And Sunday's part of that. So it's Monday for me. I think the Mexican calendar is Monday, so viva Mexico. Yeah, I mean, can't argue with that. All right. And the second question, dear Adam, I'm glad to see you're back. What is your favorite holiday-themed snack or dessert? Thanks, Doug Dimidome, Omer, uh, owner, Dimsdale Dimidome. You want to try that one? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, I would. Thanks, Doug Dimidome. He spelled it wrong. Owner, Dimsdale Dimidome. Doug Dimidome? Owner of the Dimsdale Dimidome? I don't got a quick tongue like you. That's what she said. I'm glad to see you're back. What's your favorite holiday-themed snack or dessert? Very, very PC of this emailer. Not Christmas, holiday. So, or, or does that, maybe it applies to every holiday. Right, I was thinking like just candy corn or something like that fall into that. Ooh. I'm going to stick it to just the December holidays. Okay. Um, What's your favorite Hanukkah, Hanukkah meal? Uh, Latkes. Is that, is that an actual answer? I mean, I think that's a fortune cookies. Jewish food. Um, uh, are there really Christmas snacks? Great, Great Lakes Christmas Ale. Does that count? Uh, I mean, I guess it could, yeah. <laughs> is it Chris, oh. Christmas cookies? Uh, that's just cookies. Candy canes? Uh, no. Candy canes are gross. I mean, they're just, yeah. After like five lakes, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. What are Christmas foods? Like fruitcake? No. Yeah. I mean, that is, but that's not good. Um... I guess Christmas cookies, but I mean, I feel like that's just cookies shaped like What Christmas does your things. family eat for dinner on Christmas? So, my, every Christmas, my stepmom makes blueberry buckle. <laughs> and people who went to Our Lady Victory grade school will know this. This is one of my favorite foods to ever exist. And I would trade the rest of my entire meal just to have everyone's blueberry <laughs> buckle. So that day, it was like once a year they'd have it. I would have like eight of those. It's more and often than else. that. It was rare. It was maybe two or three times a year. And found a recipe for it, and it tastes just like it. For some reason, she only makes it on Christmas, I think, just to keep it special. Yeah. So I associate that as a holiday Christmas meal or snack or whatever the question was. So that would be my answer. That's a good answer. I don't know if I have... uh, Great Lakes Christmas Ale is my snack. Do you actually like it? I do. Okay. I'm I'm not going to be on that one. Um... But as far as like any holiday, if you want to open it up, I do like pumpkin pie, but it wouldn't, I think I'd prefer candy corn. Um, is there anything like 4th of July, maybe? Green beer on St. Green Patrick's beer? Day? It doesn't really taste any different. Yeah. Um, candy grams for... Yeah, I like the, uh, Valentine's Day candy because usually it means someone gave it to me and that's, that's all that matters. The only ones I would get would be from the teacher. Yeah, they pity you and slide one over. It's a secret admirer to Adam. I saw my eighth grade teacher cry on the field um, for the UC Houston game. That was cool. 
Yeah, well, that's one of the she, coolest things you could, a man could see. She was happy to see me after 11 years. Um, let's see, what other holidays are there? Um, Easter, I don't think there's... Do you eat the eggs? Oh, those Reese eggs are really good. Okay. Because well, those are like the right proportion of peanut butter to chocolate. Like Reese cups are fine, but I think the, the perfect ones are like the medium-sized eggs from Reese's. Those are good. Thanksgiving, decky. <laughs> Is that... Wait, what, how do they word it? Holiday, holiday themed snack or dessert. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's not. Uh, that's like a meat. Um, oh, Thanksgiving though. You, you pumpkin pie. Yeah. Uh, I go candy corn. I go candy corn. Candy corn. Yes. Blueberry buckle and candy corn. Thanks, Doug Demidon, for the email. That's really all we got. Uh, Forty the, minutes. The last episode we really uh, hyped up the Oscar special. That never came. So, uh, but I feel like I'm more prepared this year. I've watched 120 films in the last year. You have. You you've watched a lot of movies. So yeah, I have. Uh, Including year. what's what's the favorite film you've watched in the last year, and why is it Bobbleheads? Bobbleheads the movie is a solid film. If you haven't seen it, it might still be on the the Netflix. bottom of the barrel Netflix. of Netflix. Share is in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, what more could you ask for than I don't know. an animated share? As Not a singing. Not saying, yeah, because people are there for Cher, not for her music. Her personality, not her yeah. music. This, I'm sure no one has heard of Bobbleheads and movies. So. You need to watch Bobbleheads the movie. If you haven't watched Bobbleheads the movie, at least pull up the trailer right now. I want you to go to YouTube, pull up the trailer for Bobbleheads the movie. If you want to go into a, a wormhole for like an hour and a half, like have an out-of-body experience, go watch Bobbleheads. Um, probably be to your advantage if you were inebriated while watching it. Yeah, and if you are sober going into it, you might feel inebriated <laughs> after watching it. So who knows? All right, any closing thoughts? Uh, this, it might be another two years before we record again. So uh, make a bold prediction. By the next time we record a podcast, give me a bold prediction about something that will have happened. UC will have played their game. Uh, come on, you got to be bolder than that. Okay, okay. Um, Can I, I got I got flack last time I made a bold prediction about like car accidents and stuff, so I'm not gonna do that. Okay, and luckily those didn't come true. Thankfully, I I felt horrible after somebody realized. Told, I think it was Ben pointing me pointing out like, "Hey, that's a really awful thing to say." I was like, "Yeah, I I agree." Um. Uh. Let's see. What? I I predict. Hmm. I'm gonna pause the podcast so I can mull this over. I predict that Colin will have frosted tips next time that we record. That's a pretty hot take. And I don't know how that's going to come up. I just, I just think it's, it's going to, you're going to realize that you're going to look a lot, a lot sexier with frosted tips. I mean, clearly we need to change up the vibe because the current vibe's not working. So I think by the next time we record, you'll have frosted tips and you'll probably have two girls on each arm. Okay. You know what? I mean, you've convinced me. There's no other reason why I should get frosted tips other than that. And I, I'm on board. All right. All right. I need one bold prediction. Oh, for then, me? Then we'll close this out. Okay. Um, uh, I will uh, get fired. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> not like n- nothing. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, you can make that happen. It was messed up for you to wish bad on someone else. So wish bad upon yourself. Wish bad upon myself. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> regret this if that actually happens now. 
<laughs> all right. That's all we got. Thanks for listening, everyone. And have a wonderful Monday, Tuesday, whatever. Yeah, if anyone's hiring, let me know because I'm going to be out of a job soon. <laughs> Jesus.